Well, hello. It's me, Genuine. Previously on the rolls we made. Hemlock and Salt were stuck in what was seemingly the past of Springwillow, while Wren went to dinner at Lellard's Games and Vittles with her mom and dad. While Wren received some motherly advice, Hemlock realized he was on a clandestine mission as Talgon, while Salt discovered that the group wasn't actually in the past. The group reunited after Professor Danvers used her godstone to shove the frozen hemlock and salt out of the globe of magic in the merchant district, and it was then that they realized that the play that Fizzy was putting on was written in another one of those soul paper books, this one belonging to Red. If this is complicated, you should really go listen to the previous week's episode. The group then spilled the beans to Danvers about everything that happened, all three arcs thus far, and with her help, they realized that the strange past Springwillow was in fact the world of the play that Fizzy was hoping to put on, and that the only way to get him back was to finish the play. But before they could do anything, Ren realized she had to go to her therapy session. Get ready for a chilled out day on this episode of The Rolls We Made. that you can't actually go adventure today. I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could blow this off, but you realize that you were late for your appointment with uh, Dr. Helen, mm-hmm. who is the uh, therapist that yeah. Miss Steffens found. She's got a hookup. She's like a, was she a, f- a battle toad? No, we, like, oh, yeah, uh, we, Helen established already, was, not, yeah. was not a battle toad. And I know it's kind of tricky that they have a similar first name and a similar last name, but I forgot what Dr. Helen's first name was. So she's going to be Dr. Helen for a grip and Ellen's going to be not around. Yeah, she has a different name. I yep. <clears throat> Before we get into that, Salt and Hemlock, what are you guys going to do while Ren is off bravely reaching out for assistance? Being woke. Being woke. AF. You guys want to come? <laughs> that would be that would be wild. <laughs> They're like that would be buck the wild. The first thing your therapist would be like, you have codependency issues. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Noted. Um. So we don't. I, we probably don't want to go in by ourselves without Ren. You can explore the town. You can you can have like an after school event. You can go do something. I mean, like this is this is one of those situations. Unless you all three want to go try and like what is effectively go to the dungeon where there's danger afoot. Mm, I don't want to go to the dungeon quite yet. Okay, so you want to do then? I'm gonna go look at birds. You're gonna go look at the birds. There's a bird market. There's a bird market. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go to the bird market to just look at birds? Like, I, that's your task for today? I talk to them. They don't talk back. Yes, they do. You don't have the ability to do that. You I, don't know me. Let me pull up your character sheet. <laughs> Can Danielle talk to birds? The old CS. Do you have animal animal talking? That's a thing. Yeah. It, 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 it is. Of, it's it is. Let me I see. Have gotten, and it I'm is sad not a that thing I that I have. No. You... <laughs> Do not have animal talking. I have okay. Animal handling. Oh, you can. Well, that that's animals. like I think that's like taking care of animals or riding. Oh, them. I thought that meant if there's like a, <laughs> a uh, you know like a raccoon or something. <laughs> a raccoon or something. Trying to steal some <laughs> shit. Nice. Sorry, that's I've been playing a lot of Animal it. Crossing. A lot of theft. Okay, so Danielle, you're going to go to the bird market. Yes. Now I have to invent a bird market. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, Hemlock, what do you want to do? I kind of want to like go and research Talgon 
Okay. I embody him in this play. And in what way would you like to Character do actor. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is there is there like a town museum or center where they have like information? You know, like a, a Sutter's a Sutter's uh, type of sitch. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a museum in town. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to go there and see what I can learn, and and maybe there'll be some like relics from the the war Ooh. that I could maybe uh, tune in with. <laughs> tune in. Yeah. <laughs> Commune with I thought you were going to say I'm lift. A, I'm, a, I'm a, um, a non-sentient well, object empath. So. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Yes. That is now canon. I don't want to run into a situation anymore where I'm like woefully un- aware of what is happening. Oh, God. Welcome to season one of this podcast with me. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know shit that I'm wondering which one would be the funnest to do first, because now I have three really great options. I really want to see what the fuck this bird mark is <laughs> yeah. about. Okay. <laughs> Unless you need time to come up. <sighs> the, three, the three of you realizing that Ren is, is probably best served by not going into a, a terrifying adventure today in the holodeck. You decide to, to basically pursue your own interests today and then regroup tomorrow. Salt, you have decided to spend your day going to the Spring Willow Bird Sanctuary. <laughs> Spring Willow Bird Sanctuary is on the eastern part of town. The The merchant district has a lot of like a lot of different shops and things like that. By the way, the big globe is gone. It's oh. not over the merchant district. I was, I, that's why I was, yeah. I was actually avoiding going to the merchant district because I didn't want to cool. accidentally go. Yeah, the, the big globe cool. is, is gone. I'm sure like right after school you checked and like that globe isn't It's a Sunday. There it anymore. takes a day off. Yeah, yeah. it takes a day off. Well, I don't think it's a Sunday. It's probably a Saturday or anything. But uh, you uh, you decided the Spring Willow Bird Sanctuary. It's, it's kind of off like the beaten path. There are like animal and livestock markets. Um, this is kind of more in like a more residential area of the merchant quarter, like where people who people who work in the merchant quarter this is like where they live the building itself it's it's like a one-story building and you can tell like from where you are standing like you're standing right at like the door of it it's this big oak door that's connected to walls but then the walls don't have like a roof they're covered with like a big net mm. um, that extends like many 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 feet back like you think maybe this might actually be the roof the doors themselves are propped open you can see a small desk inside um where there are people kind of working i guess like filling out paperwork for the birds <laughs> for the birds <laughs> all right we got your immigration papers bird. Got your, your bird immigration papers you walk into the the lobby of this place um you smell birds like you definitely you smell some birds. Gross. That, that bird smell, you know I've the been one. To that house. The ground is covered in newspaper. They, they do have like a cage set up here with like you know, some sparrows, some basic ass birds, Just if you scrolls. know what I'm talking about. Just boring birds. Well, there's also like pictures of birds. Yeah. They encourage people to learn about birds here. Yeah. The person at the desk sees you and goes, uh, hello, miss. Uh, what can I do for you? I'm here for birds. <laughs> Well, you've come <laughs> to the right place. Okay, cool. Bye. Well, hold on a second, little lady. That'll cost you if you want to get in. Ooh. Do you know who I am? Let's find out. Did your mom or dad, maybe they have some... Uh, oh, yes. It'll cost you double, Miss Maximus. Oh. oh. oh really? Yes. Burn. Oh. Bird. 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 <laughs> I don't think dad's going to like that. Why don't you just let me go on in and I won't tell him that he should kill you? Now it's triple. 
Wow, I really don't think you're good at this. Your money's <laughs> no good here at Bird Sanctuary. Yeah, your clown is no good. You don't get to use your rich kid powers on birds. <laughs> uh, and it is during this uh, this fierce exchange with the, probably the end boss of this campaign, if I'm being completely honest, the guy who works at the Bird Sanctuary. <laughs> you hear uh, a voice from behind you say, um, oh, I, I, I've got it. And uh, you turn and you see it is Lily, the orc girl who you rescued Hi. from the inside of the uh, Chimera dungeon. She has those big metal shoes. She has those big metal shoes. Well, she's not wearing them right now. Well, she could be. No. She Okay, yeah. <laughs> she could be. She could be clanking around with it's her metal shoes. totally possible. <laughs> in the bird sanctuary, that's dangerous. Clank, clank, clank. Yeah. <laughs> she's dressed in her Spring Willow uniform. Um, as, as usual, it's looking a little like ragged around the elbows and stuff where probably she's been doing like naturey type things. She's well known for being pretty crunchy. Mm. She has her, her dreads tied in like a long ponytail, pretty much. Um, she pops a few coins on the counter and she's like, I didn't know you're into bird salt. I'm into all living kind. I Wow. Yeah. That's not something I knew about you. I hide it well. Yes, you do. Well, come on, let's go check it out. And then Lily walks into the uh, walks into the bird sanctuary. You flip off the guy working there. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Wait, so did Lily have to pay double for her? No, Lily. Oh, okay. Lily's cool with okay. these guys. <laughs> like, uh, li- trust me, Lily's connected with the merchant. Oh, order. hell she's, yeah. She's good. Yeah, you uh, you follow Lily, and from the outside, it just kind of looked like a building with nets over. But when you get in here, there's a lot, like, it's really, a lot of care was put in to make this building seem like the forest. In fact, when you walk in here, you, you for a second think, like, this looks a little bit like the spider stretch woods that you've been to. And you do hear bird. <gasps> yeah, you hear like bird calls like not overwhelming follow obviously your it's nose. A, follow your nose <laughs> yeah there's some of that yeah definitely <laughs> yeah um you see there's a couple of different like walking paths and also lily is is off to the side at a table where there's some like bags of seed and things like that and it looks like she's working on something what do you want to do uh i want to ask her if she works here um lily uh turns in she's like oh uh well i don't like officially work here no but i do volunteer here sometimes it's kind of nice being able to just like just take a nice naturey walk in the middle of town uh i'm actually going to go around and feed some of the birds in a little while if you want to join me sure Okay. Um, she uh, she picks up this really big bag of seed, and then she like looks at you for a second, and sets it back down. And then she picks up a much more like like a palm sized bag of like these berries. Uh, here you go. These are like treats for the birds here. They they know to come check these things out. If you want to like hey, like make any birds like eat out of your hand, these are these are a good thing to use. Is this like a pokeball? Uh, no, it's not like a Pokeball because those aren't a thing, but Mm. it is very much like a berry that you can feed birds. (laughs) (laughs) I like that at this point in the game, all the NPCs have just accepted the weird, like... The weird off-kilter things. The weird weird unrelated, not existing in this world things that we all Let this be a lesson to every dungeon master who exists. (laughs) Like, you got to get over that part, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. They're crunch berries. She gives you a bag of crunch berries. Oops, all berries. Oops, all birds. Uh, So, yeah, she gives you a bag of crunch berries, which she says, like, these are are crunch berries. And I meant to actually put some seeds in here, but oops, all berries. Uh, so if you want to give these to the birds, they'll be super down. Uh, and then I'll grab, I'll grab my stuff and then, yeah, let's, let's, let's go take a little walk. 
Lily starts walking into one of the paths around the bird sanctuary. Salt, is your goal here just to like hang out with birds? Yep. Okay. We'll get to that then. <laughs> Not that I don't want you to be able to hang out with birds, but just hanging out with birds is going to further the adventure. I don't see why not. Maybe one of these birds knew Talgon. This is vital uh, knowledge. Shit, maybe one of the birds yeah. knew Talgon. Yeah. Let's find out maybe if that did happen. call on her bird minions when she needs them the most. I mean, these are these are magic birds. There could be a bird that like... They know what's up. How do you know they're magic birds? There, there's, there's an African gray. It can speak and it's 50 years old, yeah. 500 years old. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which what is hard. are you talking about? African <laughs> gray parrots. They they live to be hella old. Really? Yeah, yeah and they, talk. they can talk. Wow, that's cool. Your grandma <laughs> could be an African gray. <laughs> My grandma's dead, so she's not talking or flying no more then, huh? No more squawking. No more squawking from this one. <laughs> Hemlock, you said you wanted to go to the Spring Willow Museum. Yeah, I hope it's one of those ones where, like, you can push a button and an animatronic is like, hello, welcome <laughs> to Spring Willow Museum. This is, like, the place that I'm assuming grade school kids have to go to on field trips. <laughs> I'm going to just see what idea I want to go with. JoJo just said, I'm going to see what idea I'm going to go with, then roll the dice. And I'm confused as to whether or not you're rolling for something you've typed up or that's how you make decisions in your brain now. Sometimes I do. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you go to, like, the north part of town, the more kind of well-to-do part, because that's where you know the Spring Willow History Museum is. Probably gone there on one or two field trips. But going there now, it's actually a little distressing. You see that the, the Spring Willow History Museum has been rebranded. Oh no. The building itself is this large like building with these almost like an A-frame with these very nice like slanted roof. Um it's it kind turned, of a <laughs> it turned it into a discovery zone what happened? <laughs> um there is a plaque that says uh, a Spring Willow Museum very nicely like stenciled and etched in the wood and someone came by and like spray painted over that with red spray paint. Oh no. And underneath that is a uh is like a like a penis. Yes. A oh, pe sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I was. <laughs> Roll for penis. Yeah, you're at therapy right now. Uh, there's a piece of paper tacked under it. Um, looks like it was written with scrawled handwriting. And it says, to all the people of Springwellow who didn't appreciate the museum, oh. I decided to sell to an interested buyer because I was sick and tired of spending my afternoons here, not able to make ends meet, and not able to tell people about all the cool stuff that happened at spring Willow. so i hope you enjoy your new owner and then there's a there's a, a there's an angry fit yeah it's written in comic sans it is right? written in it's written in impact so you know it's serious oh shit dude and uh hemlock you go up to the door and you see that door itself has like a pebbled like glass where it should say spring willow history museum has been scratched out and instead it says, Lellard's Fun Time uh, History Jamboree. Oh, yeah. He's taking over, man. Yeah, I'm worried about him. Mm -hmm. he, you've got some dreams about him, like expanding his influence, and now the museum's He could into, be the ultimate. Just that's, that'd be unfortunate because yeah. he's our bro of sorts. Well, I don't know. He did try to kill us in his basement. Well, you know what? Danielle taught us a valuable lesson and brought us together as friends. <laughs> It's true. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Hemlock, you walk into Lellard's Funtime History Jamboree. 
<laughs> I was hoping for like a chill time in a museum. Now, and, it, and when you pop it open, there is a little enchantment on the door that, that has a voice pop in that says, Welcome to the past! God damn it. And as you walk in, um, you see that, much to your surprise, there are people here like walking through. A lot of like young kids with their like parents. And the kids do have on these headphones. There's really no other way to describe it. They look like these these ear cuffs that are glowing a, a light pink color. Mm. Black metal, right? Like death metal screeching? Yes, it's just screeching <laughs> death metal. A lot of cannibal corpse. Yes. Lullard has kind of zhuzhed the place up a bit. Um, and now there's like live action dioramas mm. featuring our favorite characters. No! <laughs> the clerk who is a uh, dropsy, the dog dolphin. <laughs> I forgot all of the, the wearing the, big glasses actually. Oh, so hey. he's dropsy, the history dolphin today. Oh, <laughs> even more terrifying. Uh, it turns to you and goes, uh, well, hi there, Hamlock here to work <laughs> off your debt. <laughs> All of the people who work for Lellard have this voice. <laughs> I like fun. it. It's a fact. He yeah. has a standard. I, I do a double take, and then I remember. <laughs> okay, cool. No, I don't want to waste this by trying to, like... That's okay. We'll remember. <laughs> we'll always remember. <laughs> Would you like to take a fun trip through the past? I guess, sure. I mean, Excellent. yeah, that's what I came here for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just shaking. Oh. <laughs> we get that a lot. Yeah. I can't imagine why. And then uh, the the jaw plate that's keeping Dropsy's jaw in place breaks for a second, and his, his mouth opens impossibly wide. <laughs> Whoopsie. I and he just, closes it back again. <laughs> I just, I look at him, and then I just kind of, like, turn to the side and walk. <laughs> so You're going to need this. And All he right. tosses you a uh, set of those headphones. Thank you. Um, the headphones themselves <laughs> on the left-hand side of them are uh, three pink lights that are kind of all illuminated right now. Okay. Uh, um, put them on. Okay. And then you put them on and you hear the following. Welcome uh, to Lallard's Fun Time History Jamboree. I can tell that you are very much interested in the past of this podunk backwater town <laughs> just like me Lellard. I didn't know he hated this town as much as he does apparently okay. god I hate this what do you mean it's still recording alright <laughs> also not great for the hearing impaired now here's the thing about this museum we try to dole out the history in pretty low amounts in order to encourage repeat I mean encourage curiosity in the future or whatever uh, so you only get three tries. And after you're done, be sure to ask for a coupon to get half off some tokens at Lellard's Games and Vittles. So I only Lellard's get Games and Vittles. <laughs> We're fun or your money's mine. <laughs> so I get three choices as to what I want to look up. Mm -hmm. This museum is kind of labyrinthine. Like, okay. like Lellard made this quite the basement, if I do say so myself. Like an Ikea. <laughs> like I an Ikea. Yeah. He's, Lellard is Stan Pines. What's that? Yeah. Stan Pines from Gravity Falls. It's from Falls. Gravity Falls, that show you won't watch. Yeah. That one. <laughs> he watched an episode we made him watch. I did. I, I liked it. I didn't hate it. Guys, if you want JoJo to never watch a thing, Show tell him. him to watch it. Yeah, or ask him as a friend to watch it, or yeah. let him borrow it for years. To have for years and years and years. It's like a totem that keeps our friendship in check. Uh. Hemlock, you're going to be going through Lellard's Fun Time History Jamboree, mm -hmm. which I love. 
I have to take my shoes off? Is it one of those? Is it like a, it's like soft carpet and there's ball pits <laughs> here too? Uh, kind of, yeah. You get Hang athlete's foot immediately. Gross. Oh, sick. Which is weird because I'm not athletic. Don't have to be. Okay. Turns out it doesn't discriminate. <laughs> it does not discriminate. Well, that's nice of it. Hemlock, while you're thinking about um, what specific things you want to try to find out, uh, we are going to go to <laughs> Ren's therapy, therapy session, Yay. which hopefully I'm able to do this in a way that's respectful. Um, I'll do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that respectful. Hard pass on that one. But you just kind of booked it over to basically like the hospital. Like that's Jesus. where Dr. That's where Dr. Helen's office is. Mm -hmm. This place is actually like not too far from Spring Willow, truth be told. Um, it's sort of towards the middle of town. It's this like four floor, like big building, like this big brick building. Um, that does have a giant, not a picture, like a giant cross on it at the top. So you know it's for uh, for for medical stuff, like a Red Cross. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, like oh, God. Uh -uh. Yeah, like don't bring what, the medical stuff. Don't bring back him in the in every in every plane. A red plus sign is for health. That's true. That's true. Uh, you get to. You did say cross. You did say. I did cross. say cross. Well, like the red. It's called red cross. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. You, sorry. Keep going. Fine. It's the Asclepian snake, a terrifying yeah. creature from myth and legend yeah. that devours its own tail and is nom, nom, often nom, nom, its nom. scales are used to provide healing. Well, this I'm going to now I'm going to talk to the therapist about this because <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> you go into the uh, the lobby area and it's kind of just like a waiting room in a medical office. There's a lot of chairs. There's some, some low tables with scrolls on them in case you wanted to read red mage book. What have you? <laughs> is there a highlights? Uh, there is a highlights. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to read fantasy highlights. <laughs> There's a, a nurse who's kind of working it behind the, the counter. Um, they look up to you and they go, uh, oh, uh, hello there. What can I do for you? Hi. I have an appointment today. An appointment today? Yes. Okay. And what is your name? And they pull out this big ledger. And I go, Ren Steffens, a bard. <laughs> Because I'm going to introduce myself yes. every time. I see they have your last name misspelled here as just Steffens. I'll fix that. As what? As just Steffens. So Ren Steffens. Bard. Yeah, okay, Miss Bard. Uh, we'll lead you oh. this way. <laughs> the nurse pops out from behind the counter and uh, walks you over to uh, basically like past the big double doors. Now you're kind of in the hospital area. It's got these magical lights that give off like a soft, like white glow. As you walk through, this place looks like pretty clean, mm -hmm. um, which for a fantasy hospital is very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you walk your way down the, the hallway and then you get to like another little waiting area that's through another set of double doors. And this waiting area is actually like pretty cozy. There's like a fireplace in the in like one wall that's kind of giving off a, a flame is in it, but it's dying down a little bit. You can hear it crackle. Ooh, good vibes. Yeah, there's also like some some very gentle violin and piano music playing. Mm -hmm. The nurse motions for you to, to have a seat and then they they kind of walk back and there's no like counter in here it's just like a waiting area and then there's like a door with like just glass and etched in the glass are the words uh dr helen psy d yeah. like whatever <laughs> i don't know i've never been to an office that does this so i don't know what they put on their doors but i'm assuming it's that they just put welcome in welcome hey <laughs> welcome in and it shows a smiley face with its arms out yeah <laughs> um the door opens and you see, you just see like just a young guy just like walk, like so be like, thanks, Dr. Helen. Then uh, they walk out. 
And then uh, Dr. Helen walks up to the uh, doorway. She is, she's as tall as you are. She is probably in her early 40s. Mm -hmm. She has like middle of the back length, like curly black hair, but it's curly at like the bottom. Yeah. Um, so like, like she curled a little bit. She's just, she's, she's wearing like a, this like a gray, like businessy type suit with like a skirt, but it's like not buttoned up. It's like kind of unbuttoned because she's trying to be cash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell her to button right. it up. She could button, button it up it for up. it. Yeah. Can she, she button it up? Yeah. You, 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 you already like, got me with the hair, Jojo. So <laughs> not a fan of the hair. No, I no, like no. the hair. Big fan. Oh uh, yeah. So she, button, she buttons it up. Thank you. And she's like, oh, sorry. I don't mean to make you uh, uncomfortable. Um, you must be uh, Miss Steffens. Yeah. Come on in. Okay. And she motions for you to go into her office. When you get in there, you see that kind of like similar aesthetic to the lobby area. Um, it's got, uh, there. there is a desk off in the corner with like a bunch of papers and scrolls and ink quill and things like that. There's also like a lot of bookcases with books on them in here. Like one wall is just bookcases with these very, very, very heavy volumes. Yeah. Um, but the, the big feature is in the center. There is a, uh, a very large, like plush chair with made of like red crushed leather. And then there's a, a couch that's kind of also laid out, also made of the same like style, like crushed leather with like these gold buttons in it you know what i'm talking about that yeah, kind of a couch yeah um and then between those two is just like a little coffee table when sitting on the coffee table closer to the plush chair is a, a coaster with a little uh, steaming cup on it Aww. as soon as you walk in she shuts the door behind you yeah. and she goes uh would you like a, a a tea coffee something like that uh i think i'm just gonna stick to water i'm trying to watch my you know complexion okay but it fresh perfect and so, yeah, she walks over to, like, a little cabinet and gets you, like, a glass of water yeah. with ice in it. Do you have lemon? Yeah, I think I do. And she reaches under the counter and pulls out a thing of, thing of lemons, a little some some lemon wedges yeah. <laughs> prepared. Thank you. She sets them down on, like, on the coffee table and she sits down on the plush chair and she's like, have a seat. <laughs> Just a seat, right? I don't want to like lay on this couch. Uh, you do not have to lay on the okay, couch unless cool. unless unless the spirit takes you. If you want to put your feet up on this, I don't mind. The spirit. Yeah, whatever you whatever you feel is normal. All right, cool. I'm just gonna stand behind this couch. <laughs> I feel oh. like just just standing. Just, you're just going to stand behind the couch? Yeah, I'm just going to stand behind the couch. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, if you need to stand behind the couch, you need to stand behind the couch. Thank you. Um, she pulls out uh, like a little, a little clipboard and makes a small note um, of you <laughs> standing behind the couch. What is that? What are you doing? I'm just broken. <laughs> I just wanted to take a note that you stood behind the couch. That okay. Was yeah. yeah. Oof, sorry. This is my first time. So your mom kind of told me you had a bit of a bit of an episode a few an weeks episode. Back. Yeah, that's how she described it. That's how would you describe? She, it? That's what she said. That's what she said. Okay. Yes. Um. I. You know what? Honestly, I would say an episode. Also. <laughs> <laughs> It just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've been having these like crazy dreams. I'm not really sure why. And this last one was a fucking, I mean, excuse me. I mean, are we safe in here? You are like, safe. I can be you can, loose. You can be I loose can be, in here. It was fucking nuts. 
And I couldn't say that to my parents, so I don't know if I really conveyed to them how... How fucking nuts it was. Fucking nuts. You get it. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> she writes down fucking nuts. <laughs> she, yeah, I actually will take that note. <laughs> fucking nuts. Dr. Helen, uh, she kind of nods and she goes, um, okay, Ren, well, we can talk about this fucking nuts episode if mm. you like. But before before we do that, let me just sort of explain how, how these sessions are going to work. Okay. Because I think it's it's very important that we kind of are on the same same wavelength. Um, so, Ren, my goal, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to fix you. Yeah. My goal isn't to make you normal because that's, that's not a real concept. Oh. Uh, my, my goal here is to help you have strategies to deal with stuff in the future. So, you're telling me that you had a fucking nuts episode okay, of a dream. Can we not say it too much? Because it loses its... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> so we're going to... Obviously, I'm going to want to talk about that in order to figure out like what's causing it, why, you're, why you feel so affected by it, and then hopefully we can create strategies for you to mitigate it in the future. And ideally, one day, you won't have to worry about this episode anymore. Um, but the thing is, Ren, you're going to be really guiding how we talk about this. I might ask some questions or clarification, but for the most part, the goal here is to kind of figure out from your perspective what you think is, is going on with you, and then we can find a way to work through that. Okay. While we're both here together and I'm supposed to be guiding you, we're more like partners in trying to figure out ways that you can work through this oh, kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay, then. This is going to be fucking nuts. Let's get it, <laughs> let's get it going. Are you going to stay standing behind the couch? Uh, you know. This whole conversation around. has been you behind the couch. Yeah, I think maybe I'll come around, have a, have a sit. Okay, well, that's good because your water's there. It's getting room temperature you tepid. I, you know, I prefer it. It's more Just a little easier bit. to pass through the body. When that's it's very true. <laughs> okay perfect um so uh are you going to just describe to her the the dream i'm starting from season one okay because i feel like all of this stuff is why i'm having these dreams now okay um do I tell her about the handhold so, though? That's so this, so here's what I'll make the offer to you. Do you do you actually want to recount the things in Ren's voice, or do you just want to be like kind of pass over like Ren says this? I'm gonna hand her the link to this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right, um, give me six hours, yeah. and we'll be we'll I'll be all caught up and okay. good. Okay, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. Hey everybody, it's Jojo, the dungeon master for the roles we made because the real podcast was the roles we made along the way. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, man, oh man. So yeah, like I said, um, this week and next week are going to be pretty chilled out uh, episodes of the roles we made. And and let me just say that, uh, you know, I I don't really believe in a sandbox style game. I actually don't. I don't think that's possible. I think it's only possible in hindsight, the, the feeling of sandboxiness. Because uh, a genuine sandbox game, um, even like, like like Minecraft or something, like those are that's like a that's like a toy box more than anything. Not really a sandbox, it's a toy box. You kind of just do whatever and you make the story for yourself. D and D, I don't know that, that really works that way because you, you even Minecraft 
doesn't have as many possible choices as Dungeons and Dragons. You can, you can literally do anything in Dungeons and Dragons. Minecraft, you can do a bunch of things, sure. Not as much as D&D, I would argue. And that just comes down to the fact that Minecraft is a game and Dungeons and Dragons is another human being who can just yes and everything you're doing. And so, like, yeah, our game has a little bit of an improv element to it. And you can see it in this one. Like, I didn't invent a bird sanctuary until the moment uh, Danielle said, hey, I want to go to one. I, I didn't realize what the history museum was going to be until uh, Hemlock made the, the offhand comment, I hope it's one of those museums with animatronics. And I was like, well, what if it was? What would that mean? Um, didn't think of that stuff beforehand. So that's what we got. And is it perfect? Probably not. Um, but that's kind of the nature of a sandboxy experience. Like, I can only... It seemed like at some level... Maybe it was thought out, but it totally wasn't. And given the way that they interact with the game world, it doesn't have to be. Um, what I'm trying to say is like, I think our game is more sandboxy than not, but I don't know. I don't know. These, these middle parts get very rambly. Uh, let's do the ad. How about that? Folks, you're about to hear an ad for Legendcraft. And I'm putting it up right now because in the actual show today, we will also make mention of our sponsor, Legendcraft. But I'm going to get out ahead of it right now. Legendcraft uh, is a Canadian woodworking business that specializes in making cool, nerdy furniture and accessories for tabletop games of all kinds. You can head on over to legendcraft.ca to customize your own gaming table today. And if you want 5% off your purchase, be sure to use the offer code ROLLSREMADE at checkout. All purchases used making the offer code Wow, that was a that was a bunch of words that got stuck in my face. Um, purchases made with uh, the offer code rules were made will give you five percent off of your purchase and will directly support this podcast. How awesome is that? And guess what? If you're not in the mood for a table, well, they got some pixel cubbies and some floating island shelves and even some rolling rods. So you could put your dice in there and roll them and toss them out. They're super cool, all handcrafted and beautiful. That's legendcraft.ca. Get on over there, get yourself a table, some rolling rods, some fun, cool stuff. Legendcraft. Start your own legend. Whew. The next episode of this show which is uh, going to be very fun and exciting, uh, is going to come out on, hold on, I'll tell you, October 2nd. Ooh, the first week of, sp of Spooptober. Can't wait. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy the rest of this episode. Have a good day. Bye. Um, let's cut back to Buckle salt. Up. <laughs> let's, let's cut back to salt in the bird sanctuary. Salt walking through the sanctuary. It's it's incredibly peaceful. The the sound of the birds kind of just makes it have like a natural like muzak chilled out quality of walking through. Uh, Lily is tossing seeds every so often in order for birds to come and like eat them. And yeah, like lots of different birds are flying down. And you obviously have your crunch berries um, ready to feed a bird if you so choose. Mm. Lily, uh, Lily's like, so, uh, Salt, um, what's your favorite kind of bird? Ravens. Ravens? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a pretty cool family of ravens down this little path here if you want to go and, like, give them some crunch berries. I'm Hell sure yeah. Into it. Show me the raven. She, she <laughs> points the way for you to go find, 
Was that supposed to be like strong bad? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll take Show it. Show me the ravens. <laughs> <laughs> the raven. The, the raven. The ravens. The cheat. You go down the path to find the ravens. You see there's this very large tangly type tree. Like it looks kind of like a, like just an older, like sort of dying tree but that's inside of this yard. But at the very top, you do see some nests and things. And yeah, you hear the, the telltale caw of ravens. Never more. Never more. <laughs> Never more. <laughs> Do you want to just try to feed him, or is there any other yeah. kind of go here? Yeah. I'm going to feed him and talk to him. You reach into the little sack, pull out a couple of crunch berries, two purples and a green, and uh, sure enough, like a couple of the, uh, a couple of ravens like fly down and they land on a branch kind of close and they kind of look at you quizzically. Um, and then they notice the crunch berries and then they, they fly down to like a much closer branch, and then um, you can see them. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I did that out loud. One of them has kind of this like white plumage on its chest, um, in addition to just being like a raven with black feathers. It looks, it turns its head a little bit, and then like you feel its beak pressed against your, your palm as it grabs one of the crunch berries and eats it, and true its name, it makes a little bit of a crunchy noise. <laughs> As it eats it, and now this uh, this bird is eaten from your hand. What, what do you want to do? You level up. <laughs> you gain five spells. <laughs> I shall name you Pepperidge Farm. It does not know what that means or what you're talking about, but it does. I mean, like it keeps eating the stuff out of your hand, and it doesn't forget. It well, okay. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm, the Raven. <laughs> With white plumage. In your mindscape, <laughs> named this raven Pepperidge Farms. I formed an alliance. Because sure. Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. Everyone caught that. Remember when you gave me crunch berries in the bird sanctuary? Well, I, Pepperidge Farm, remember? It's not a bad name for a pet. Um, Pepperidge Farm? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would shorten it to pepper, but yeah. Peps. Yeah. I like peps. Peps. It continues eating the crunch berries, and then Lily walks up, and, and she uh, she sees, like, oh, uh, I see you made a little friend there. Um, and she pulls into her um, her big satchel of seeds, and she, like, throws some. And, like, as soon as he tosses these seeds up, the ravens start swooping down to, like, pick some of them out of the sky. Um, not a bunch of ravens. There's not a ton of birds in here. But they. it's kind of impressive to see, like, she throws this cloud of seed out, and then just, like, birds fly into it and then fly out really, really, really quickly. Could I Could I have some of that seed? You want to feed, feed the ravens some of the seed? Eventually. Not right now. No, I think she wants to eat it. Well, it is crunchy. Crunch berry. The crunch berries are a little tastier. No, no, no. Seeds. Seeds. Okay. She hands you a small baggie of seeds that you, you can play with <laughs> later. You can if, play with. If the food <laughs> strikes you, I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, well, I mean, like Just she. Wait. She Just has wait. A, in addition to the big sack of seeds, she has some smaller, like one-off satchels for like various situations. She gives you one. She's like. Yeah, have fun with that. Um, oh, I will. Okay. It's going to so. come back, believe me. <laughs> cool. Glad to hear it. Yep. I guess. Yep. You're, yep. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily feeds the, the birds some more. <laughs> um, and you, I guess you're hanging out with Pepperidge Farms and walking around with more birds and such. Sometimes it's just nice to have a day. You Sometimes know? it's yeah. nice to have a day. <laughs> taking a, taking like, a walk in the bird <laughs> sanctuary with Lily. Yeah. Um, gain information. Just hang out with some birds. I'm yeah. gonna, you know, I, I found I forged an alliance, like I said. I feel, yeah. I, I feel like I should make you roll for something at this point. Um, <laughs> roll f- for French for friendship oh. with Lily, oh. or is it just there? Well, Lily knows. Uh, um, I'm automatically make grateful. a. You know what? Yeah, make a make a charisma check. Let's I want just, her to let's be like see an how this ally that how only salt conversation, even does. though salt didn't even save her. <laughs> I did from the tree. <laughs> That's seven. Uh, and your charisma is plus what? Oh, plus three. So it's like a ten. Uh, yeah, I'll just say like, yeah, so you had a pretty chill time like in the bird sanctuary, hanging out with peps and, and, and feeding the birds and uh, Lily toured you around the place a little bit. She showed you like all the different sanctuaries and she kind of talked about the birds and the trees and stuff and you just had like a fun day hanging out with Lily in the bird sanctuary. So if we die in this quest, you'll be... You'll Take a point of grades <laughs> for, for hanging out with Lily. I was going to give you a... Yeah, so now you have a grades and a popularity. You can spend those as inspiration to re-roll something. Good old bird day. Good old bird day. Hemlock, you're in Lellard's fun time history jamboree. <laughs> you have three charges on your headphones. And this place, as I said, is pretty labyrinthy. So you, this is going to be some spout lores. So what are the things you are trying to find out? I want to know about the, um, the guy who was on the Celestian side, who is what the, when I got my magic. Commandant Viol. Commandant Viol. I want to find out about him. Okay. Um, uh, make a spout lore roll. And then add your a little loosey goosey. With this is you trying to find your path through this very confusing. Well, I only, that's only a seven, unfortunately. Total. A seven. Ooh, uh, you have triggered the tension pull. Cool. Walking through this uh, museum, you you do get to a section that you think might be related to uh, the war or the or the crusade itself. Walking into this area, you get the distinct feeling like almost like you're being watched. Um, you feel very uncomfortable here. Um, but there is a diorama that does show like uh, a Celestian warrior who looks a lot like Viol. Um, they're kind of standing uh, sort of like <laughs> like someone made a statue of them, like they, like they were posing for a photograph. Gotcha. Um, like a Napoleon-esque. Yes. Curiously, this particular statue looks like it might be genuine, like it might be the real thing. A lot of these dioramas are just like, we, we dressed up Mopsy in something, you know, like we, we put a hat on him and now he's uh, the founder of the merchant district. We put another hat on him and it's Richard Maximus and that kind of a thing. Wow. <laughs> well, it's the history of the town. Um, but uh, this particular one looks like it may have been a genuine like it's standing in like this this diorama that shows like Mount Helene. And you see that behind Mount Helene in this diorama, there's like a pillar of light going up. You walk up to this and you tap on the headphones. Mm. Beep, beep. Lellard's booming voice fills your ears and goes, I see you're looking at one of the greatest villains that Spring Willow's ever faced. 
This is High Inquisitor Viol, also known as Commandant Viol. He was one of the leaders of the occupation force here in Spring Willow. This guy's as sneaky as they come. Don't turn your back on him. Rumor has it that towards the end of the war, his ambition got the best of him, and he tried some buck wild stuff in order to turn the tide in his favor. In fact, rumor has it that Viol himself is the one who lost the war for the Celestians as a result of his ambition. What a dork. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's some telling. That's some, some tells regarding him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really explain why he was in the magic box and gave me my magic powers. That's odd. Or is that, can I assume that that's just like, they just use his likeness, like he get, they got, oh, okay. Uh, I'm just, I mean, if it's not related to this arc, I get it, but. Well, he is, like, the, the little speech goes on to say, like, he is known as a mage. Like, he does know magic. Mm. They also talk a little bit about what Celestian magic is like, and it's not like that. (laughs) That's how you do it. Uh, Celestian magic is built around the law, and not necessarily like like laws. Like there there is this force in the world called the law, which is the rules of how things have to interact with one another. Judge Dread. Yes, Judge Dread. The High Primarch Dread, leader of Celestia. No. Um, basically like the, the Celestians, they follow a, a deity known as Fulsetiel. Fulsetiel, um, is a God of law who it's believed is, and the nature of their belief is such that things happen as a result of following the, the laws that the plane has enacted. Magic in Celestia is, is built around that same concept. A Celestian casting fireball, for example, it doesn't work how, say, a wizard would typically cast fireball where they have this arcane symbol and, and they say something and they wave a staff up. They might, they might end up doing something, <laughs> uh, something a little more ham bony. Gotcha. But they, they, they're able, to, they're able to, to conjure their magic through like what seems like a typical means, but it's them manipulating the laws that this plane makes up. Mm. So Viol was a master of this. Okay, that's good. That's the information you have on Viol. The, other, the other thing is, like, he is incredibly powerful. He was one of the leaders of the occupation, and he did something at the end of the war that caused the Celestians to lose. There, the way you describe the magic makes me think of like the way that benders do bending. Benders do bending. Yeah, in like an avatar. Bender's gonna. Bend. Oh, I thought you meant like Bender, like not, from Futurama. Not Futurama. And I was like, nice, <laughs> hell yeah. I'm like, bending you. Thirty man. degrees, thirty-two degrees, you name it. Thirty-one. <laughs> Such a good show. But yeah, so that's what you forgot about Viol, and one of the lights in your headphones goes out. Um, what would you like to do next? Okay, so I got some information about Viol. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think I probably know a lot about how the war ended. Like, I'd like to know how did Tal, like what actually happened with Talgon? Cause he died or he went missing, right? Like he, he died. He died, died. We but know it, for was, sure he it died. was vague. Okay. The book that these two found was vague. Okay. I'd like to see if there's any more information here about what happened with Talgon. Make, in, another, in that, make in, another survival role. Oh, yeah, 11. So it's uh, plus 5 is 16. Okay. Yeah, walking through a little ways more, you do get to uh, another diorama. Um, and this one shows a couple of uh, Celestian knights um, with, their, with their blades out fighting uh, another figure in the center. And this figure has a bag over their head 
with a question mark on it. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know. They don't fucking know what he looked like, but... uh, They couldn't take some artistic liberties and just (laughs) throw something up there? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And your question was basically what what happened to Talgon at the end of the war? Yeah, like what... Well, like, how did did it end? Like, what did he do? How did it end? The end of the war was very uh, slow going. Cool. Um, and it sort of ended when both sides were as defeated as they could possibly. Like, like the Celestian armies were exhausted and um, the militia forces were always pretty weakened. But this was pretty much the end of it. Uh, um, this is where Lellard booms in and is like, and so Talgon decided to do the one thing that the Celestians couldn't resist. He used their little rules against them and challenged the Exarch to a battle. Uh, Also known as the General, the Exarch entered into single combat with Talgon. What happened at the end? I don't fucking know. I guess Talgon won. I'm not sure. Um, I'm basically reading the strategy guide. You're basically reading the strategy guide for the play. You could just read the play, but you're reading the strategy guide. I know, but I like to eat. No, no, now we have a museum I can play with. Yeah. The diorama tells you that Talon challenged the, the leader of the Celestian forces to like a duel. And then the war ended. Like but there's a, mi- there's a middle part that's not being elaborated on that you don't know. A middle part. Uh, between basically there was a duel right the duel ended mm-hmm. the war ended soon after that is insane Talgon didn't survive the duel right neither did the general so oh. it's not like they signed a peace treaty and then they withdrew their forces no uh. no in fact you get the idea that maybe this play is meant to to be like artistic license with gotcha them. what happened at as a result of that duel uh, historical fiction mm-hmm Gotcha. Like Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Like Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) We are waiting in the... The light uh, light in the headphones goes out. (laughs) All right. I got one more? Yeah, one more. What do you guys think? So you learned about... I learned about the Your magic man. I learned about... You learned who who Viol is. You learned basically what Talgon is going to do. Um, and you get and there's and there's a part of this that's just hidden that you feel like maybe the play is meant to display, like what happened between this duel and the war actually ending. Gotcha. Filling in the gaps. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, is there anything that you guys think that would be important to know going back into our many adventures, our Westworld adventure tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to know more about the Celeste. Yeah, right. I just imagine, um, Ooh. like in Diablo three, like a pat, like a plated out, like the angels at the end. Yeah, 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 oh, like those. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, those cutscenes were so good. Um, what about the battle toads? Should we learn more about? Were they like related to Talgon, or were they? In they were part of the groups? militia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know because he wasn't with them. So no, no, he was on the roof doing some sneaky stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the they were, they were they in they were. I mean, they're both on the same side, but were they in what, cahoots like with each in other? A way, right? They. I mean, like they I feel like they're like elite soldiers. The battle toads were. Yeah, the on. the battle toads were were like the elite. Militia the fighters. Seals. They were like Navy Seals. Yeah, I mean, you can find out more about the Battletoads well, if you want. I don't know maybe what your it, intent would be. Maybe it oh. might be good to know more about the Paladin that you, oh. quote unquote, yeah. 
Or you and your secret mission with Danvers. Well, Danvers said that didn't happen. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But she was just like, that's that's that. That ain't right. That that was it, but that isn't what happened. You want to find out more about the paladin character. Is that paladin uh, an important enough character in that, in the ward, to have a a specific uh, you'll need to yeah, this will be a spout lore to see if you can find it alright want to show you something to that sure. alright <laughs> spout lore 13 plus 5 is 18 yeah so you have the thought of like looking up this other person who attacked what you're guessing is young Ellen Steffens yeah actually would that even be her maiden name yeah, I, Daniel well, Steffens took her name. Yeah, Ellen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Daniel took her name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's such a She's bitch. a badass. I know. Um, I love him. So, yeah, you, you, you were looking into, like, who this person was that Salt told you about. So, like, when she told me about it, she's like, and I said, I'm your daughter. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so takes the helmet off, like, huh? <laughs> you you find another display of Celestian, like, various Celestian soldier models a lot of them are just mopsy and different like clothing so you know (laughs) one of them is is wearing this suit of armor that has like a crow like helmet like a pointed helmet the headphones chime in with some information about these various like soldier types like as you're walking past and you're like these are the basic technicians really easy to crush not a big deal at all i mean god these guys are weak i heard a bunch of them got killed with a grenade (laughs) (laughs) walking a little further down you see some some like more heavily armored ones wearing these lances and they're like these are the celestian dragoons these are the shock troops they would take out quite the few militia members let me tell you these guys are known for jumping real high landing on the ground and doing a big old stab to people, killing them instantly. It's badass. This is a museum. (laughs) This is the uncensored headphones. A lot of editorializing in this. (laughs) And then uh, you come across the the paladin figure. The Lullard voice chimes in and says, uh, Ah, yeah, the elite fighting force of the Celestian military. Their paladin orders. This particular one is modeled off a paladin that was here in Springwell who did quite a lot of killing when she was around. She's now a member of the Hook and the Satchel, which is one of the many, many paladin orders that traveled around after the war's end trying to make amends for all the fucked up stuff they did. What do you mean I can't curse in this? <laughs> what do you mean kids are going to come here? I'm trying to run a business. <laughs> Anyways, this particular paladin armor was probably used by, I don't know, some paladin who was not very creative and got stabbed in the head or whatever. <laughs> That's why there's a hole in the back. And sure enough, you do see a pretty horrific looking gaping hole in the wow. back. Well, but also like Mopsy's wearing it. So it's really disturbing. <laughs> But the other information that you get from this is basically like the paladin orders uh, who served for Celestia. um, They were not super down with the occupation Um, and like following orders. Well, no, no, that's actually what the the (laughs) thing goes on to say is a lot of the paladin orders like rebelled. Oh, that's good. Good. Um, In fact, like most of the paladin orders of Celestia now are not a thing anymore mm. um for the most part many of the paladins are like traveling to like yeah, make amends like- for the war which is which oh. is in line with what salt realized when her mom came to the house and she had nothing 
She just had like her weapons. She's like a equipment. missionary of sorts. Sort of, yeah. Gross. And that's 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 what <laughs> you yeah. Kung Fu, the legend continues. The legend continues. <laughs> <laughs> so you like your mom now? No. I like Jackie <laughs> Chan Adventures. <gasps> the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. Such a good show. Jade. <laughs> That's the only one. Toru became a good guy after one episode. I know. He could do magic. Yeah. That was a good show. I love that. See, you guys want to talk about Jackie Chan Adventures? Nah. You guys suck. <laughs> hey, we could talk about <laughs> It had an amazing opening. It where did. it was like a mixture na, na, of the na, animation na, 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 na. and then Jackie Chan was in real doing life. kicks. And then he'd be like, oh. Okay, so you've conveyed to uh, this is this is like a really chilled out episode of our show. You convey to um, Doctor Helen all of this. She's gotten through most of the big game arcs. She's sort of tuned out in the the and play she, Chimera. And she arc. just bought she a table. Did buy a table from Legend Craft. Yeah, yeah. there it is. <laughs> uh, but then she goes like, "Well, Ren, that's that's quite the tale." Yeah, so you could see where I'm like, I don't know, repressing stuff maybe or just... Do you feel you're repressing stuff? I think so. Because what do you I, feel like you're repressing? Just, I mean... Or do you feel guilt? Are you, are you worried that you could have done more? I'm worried that I could have done more. More for whom? For myself. Hmm. Explain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the doctor here? Who's the doctor? You tell me. I feel, I feel like maybe there's just so much pressure and all of this stuff is happening. And for some reason, even though I go to a high school with many people training to be in adventures, like only three of us, only three of us could take care of things. Like, how is this even possible? We're doing more than the cops in this town. <laughs> And it's just, that's a lot of pressure and I'm only 17 and I don't even want to stay in this town, but I feel like I'm just going to be stuck here saving everybody's ass forever. Wow. Uh, really <laughs> let it out. <laughs> Dr. Helen, here's what you're saying. Does she? She does. No, I'm just and she goes, um, so you feel like you're the only one who can protect this town and you're doing more than the police are or well, that I mean I told you about Salty and Jonesy well yeah Salty and Salt Jonesy. is kind of I'm still trying to win that one over I'm like <laughs> how many adventures do we have to go on before you're just nice to me she should see how bird. she treats her butler it's very sad Pradamus uh, his name Promise. Pradamus yes yeah. um so um, she gets up and she walks over to uh, to a large like rack of books and she's kind of thumbing through a couple of them and she pulls one down and flips through it and she puts it back and she pulls out another one flips through and puts it back. Um, and then she pulls out a, a finally a, a third book and she flips through it a little bit and then she kind of like keeps it held open and then she walks back over to the desk or to the desk to the plush chair and she sits down. And she says, uh, Ren, you, you know full well that the only reason that you are trying to protect people in this town is because, I mean, deep down, you're, you know you kind of want to. <laughs> mm. Maybe. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with feeling, with taking pride in protecting others. Like, that's great. And 
I mean, your mom did kind of say that you tend to get in a little trouble drawing attention from teachers and such in school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she sets down. Um, she sets down the book and uh, twists it towards you, mm-hmm. and um, you see it is a series of fables. Um, and it's actually it's about uh, a person named Throd. Um, and she goes, "Do you know who this person is, Ren?" And looking close, you see it's like a, there's a drawing of them. It's a uh, like a young tiefling man in like a kilt with like a badass like loot and like a rapier. And they have like a they like a pretty a pretty sick looking like three corner hat, almost like a pirate. Oh shit! Is there a feather in his cap? There's a feather in his cap. Hell yeah! There's a feather in his cap. Um, do you know who this person is, Ren? No, but they look fucking tight. This is Throd Flute Knife. He was <laughs> back off, jerks. <laughs> <laughs> he was a. Mm, He's from the Isle of Scaladin. He's a, a tiefling. I, what do they call them? Man. She's, Minstrel? Well, he would be a bard. <gasps> like me. Interestingly enough, in uh, Scaladin culture, the bards are, well, they, they're sort of like, like the generals of the army. Ooh. And most bardic traditions in Scaladin are based on this guy and all the cool stuff he did. And one thing that you learn very quickly about Throd is he liked to travel. He liked to go around and right wrongs and and do great things, not only because it was the right thing to do, but because he could then have more stories to tell. Bard. Bard. Okay. Um, And then she pushes the book towards you a little bit and she goes, um, I want you to kind of meditate on some of the stories in this book. Not all of them. If you can only get through like part of one. What does that be? Part of one. You're a very busy lady. And if what you're saying is true, you probably have a mystery. to solve. If you just look at the pictures, that'd be fine. There are many pictures. First of all, none of these pop up. And that she then turns the page and a picture pops up. This is a sick ass book. It has different sections for your reading level. Um, read some of the stories of Thrawn and maybe you'll get some inspiration to be a little bit more okay with having this responsibility to protect the town. And then maybe next week we can talk more about more of the dream. Girls. We can talk about girls. (laughs) (laughs) The face that Emma, the player made was wild. (laughs) Yeah. So she, she, provides you with this book of the the legends of this basically like the first bard dang that's tight bard prime bard prime the first bard (laughs) coming this fall (laughs) on not on fox i feel like that'd be better yeah well it's fx FX. on fx (laughs) fox got cable (laughs) um so that thus ends your little guy's little miniature fun day adventures that was fun after school adventures. I love the bird sanctuary. Yeah, I was trying relaxing. to it was pretty I, was, I was trying to think of more famous birds. <laughs> Big bird. Big well so, Big. He kept doing like follow your nose. <laughs> Nevermore. <laughs> Hootie hoo. How many One. legs? How many legs take? take? Uh okay. Um today in class you just I got a one, so you have like a pop quiz. Oh what? That's it. No pop quiz. 
Uh, now that the day, uh, now that the day has ended, you guys uh, step out of your classroom, and standing there is uh, Dell, dressed in like her normal school outfit, but she is wearing her like armored coat that oh, has like yeah, the pin on it. Poor cool and, she, shit. and she has her <laughs> goggles on, and every time someone walks past, they're like, "Nice goggles, Dell," and she's like, "Fuck off." <laughs> um, and then uh, and you guys walk out, and she's like, "Hey guys, so um, today's the day, right?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What? What are you talking? Wait, what? We're going to go and you're going to go get Fizzy back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, forgot. I totally forgot that? about that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just had such a relaxing okay. day yesterday. I, mean, it was, I, just, woof. I was playing with birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> Hemlock, as school has let out, like almost like clockwork, you do feel the, the T-ray glasses, which you keep on your person. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting a call. <laughs> It's a good thing to know that this portal keeps normal hours. Yeah. It can't good. affect school. Can't affect school. No. <laughs> you pop on the T-Ray glasses and uh, you look out to where to where the merchant district is. Big bubble. Bubble is not there. Whoa, no bubble? Not no. there. Oh, bubble. where's the bubble at then? I, I scoped the this the horizon. <laughs> you see a bubble um pretty far out now. Oh. Um, oh, is that by the woods where the Ah, out by oh. the woods. Wait, what does that mean? That, because mean? that's where we were going in the bubble. Is me and Halifax were taking a cart out there to go to the camp of. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where the final battle is going to take place. Oh my. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do we? We have everything we need. I got. I got. <laughs> I don't bird know. Seed. I got my bird seed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you bring those French berries? Cause she gave me some at lunch, and they were really good. <laughs> and then I'm just like, They're those really are for good. birds. Those aren't for people. Those are for you birds. Those get out of here with Seriously. that. You know what? It's that kind of mentality, Hemlock. That's really fucking things up. For <laughs> she, she's right. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. You guys, uh, Del goes down to like the first floor with you guys, and like you got you all make your way to to the north part of town. You tell Danvers where we're going. Are you? Yeah, let's tell Danvers. You tell Danvers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'll meet you kids there. She's our den mother. <laughs> yeah. She's got to make it for home ec activities. <laughs> yeah. Home activities. Oh, yeah. Home activities. <laughs> as you are uh, traveling north, you do pass by, like, part of the merchant district and stuff as you're getting to where. No like, bubble here. And you do <laughs> notice, uh, as you're passing through, you do notice a pretty long line out of clothes, herbs, and arcana. Of a lot of people that kind of look a little, like a little upset. Oh. And then you just kind of keep going, going north. You don't stop. Did just you want to stop? Yeah. I mean. Okay. Let's, we can ask the person in line. Hey, what's all the hubbub? Yeah. Oh, uh, just uh, just getting some headache medicine. You got headaches. Headache medicine. Headache medicine. Mm-hmm. Everyone oh. here in line has headaches. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't oh. know, man. Oh, that's not. Or good. is it glaucoma? What? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was real specific. Yeah. It sure was. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yes. As if they're, if they're getting, they're getting their green on. No, getting their green, getting some moon cabbage. It oh, is okay. clothes, herbs, and drugs. No, he's just, a, he's, just an, he's just an apothecary. And sure. No, he, sure. Isn't that what that is? I got is? a cousin who's just an apothecary, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in this case, he really is giving out, like, ibuprofen. So, I don't know. Yeah, he only <laughs> takes donations, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Nothing's priced. You know. oh, my God. Make sure you got your your ID. <laughs> well, you can, I mean, like, clothes you can pay with like money or like musical equipment. So oh, it's a pretty, cute. it's a pretty chill shop. So it's Portland. <laughs> yeah, so uh-huh. it's, it's, 
Yeah, pe- it's Portland. Peeking yeah. into the store window, you do see like Chloe is dealing with a lot of people who are like demanding and he's trying his best to kind of like fill orders and give people like headache medicine. They're all like complaining that they have these really bad headaches and there's a line out the door. Mm. Uh, and we don't have headaches, right? No, you guys do not. Okay. Does Dell or Danvers have headaches? Dell does not. Danvers uh, Danvers can't tell if she has one compared to baseline. <laughs> I feel like she doesn't like, sleep we, much. She squints a lot. Like, are these people, are they like people that were, I want to say, alive during the time in which we're kind of inspecting and maybe we're fucking with time and it's fucking are, with their brains? They are, all, they are all older. I mean, they're all adults. Uh-oh. We fried their brain. No, you know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. changing history, so now yeah. they're just like... Their brain is like, I can't handle it. Well, you're, not, you're not changing we're history. Not traveling in time. You're not traveling in time. Oh, yeah. We already yeah. established that. <laughs> we had a whole big reveal. Well, or we just, like, a slowly uncovering new information that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're just we're like... blowing their brains. minds. Maybe they're blowing minds. Yeah. Blowing minds. Yeah, but Chloe's close, just very busy kind of taking okay, care of Okay, well, I guess just fuck him, right? Maybe. Let's just keep going. Maybe they were people who were in the bubble here when the bubble was here and now they have a headache. Like they were in the merchant's quarter before. We could ask Lo. We could ask Jojo. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Or ask Lo. We can investigate the scene. Can we just like. Are we going to be empathetic? With yeah. the people, seduction. Yeah. Can we it's can seducing. we discern any connection between all these people in line as to why they all have headaches? I mean, if he mentioned it, there's got to be yeah. some kind of mm-hmm. thing, or else he wouldn't have said mm-hmm. dick, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, anything. yeah, yeah, probably I wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have brought it up. He's just like, there's important. a line with people with migraines, anyway. One of them has a giant exclamation point. One of them has a question mark over their head, and it's blue, which means you guys are gonna have to it's get a lot of bodies. That's a daily. You guys better get some wolf first. <laughs> Who wants to roll for it? Is this going to be in, in what's the stat? This will be, this will just be straight up intelligence. I have plus two. I have plus zero, so not me. I have plus two. Okay. Do you want to roll? You can roll. You haven't got to really roll much. I've rolled more. Yeah, because I roll like shit. Okay. <laughs> 15. Oh, 15. Plus two, 17. All right, and you were right. and you were trying to basically figure out like, is there a connection between yeah. all these people having headaches? What can we discern about this headache situation? <laughs> um, One was watching the TV too close. What kind of listen close, and it sounds like all these people have like a very different like it's it's a pretty wide sample size of people. They all just seem like adults, and they all they all basically started coming down with a headache yesterday. Wow. In terms of like the timeline of this adventure thus far, it's been a, only a, less than a week since Fizzy disappeared. Um, so like Fizzy disappeared, everyone was fine. Then the next day, like some people started getting their headaches then, and then the day after it was way more. And today it's like line out the door of clothes. People are just getting these really bad headaches. Mm. Hmm. That's what a 17 got me. That's what a 17. It's contextualized. You're just saying like, you just told me like, is there a connection between this? And I've told you what connection you can discern contextualized by the fact that you can't look at my notebooks and shit. Burn. <laughs> Let's ask Chloe. Okay. He's so busy though. Yeah, he's very busy. You're going to have to. Take a minute. He'll be fine. If we help him out. Yeah. Can we help him out? So one of you can pop behind and start like helping pass out orders while you interrogate Chloe. Ooh, I've been playing a lot of cooking, Mama. I could do this. <laughs> okay, Dell's like, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> okay, guys, I guess we're doing this now. Yeah. Just and then she, she pops behind the counter with you and starts like handing out orders to people and close <laughs> like, thanks, guys. You are certified to be able to work at a pharmacy, right? I mean, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you really need to hear right now? I guess that's a good point. Um, and he's uh, he's all, now he's like going back and filling out more orders and stuff to like help people. Um, and did you want to ask Chloe a question? Yeah, what's the word, Chloe? What's what are people saying about this whole headache thing? Just they started getting headaches a couple of days ago, Hemlock. I'm just doing my best here. Do you have a headache, Chloe? Uh, no, as a matter of fact, I do not. I oh. feel right as rain. Well, yeah, because you're raking in the bells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a gentleman, never, a gentleman never tells. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Chloe does not have a headache. Okay. Do we? And all these people are from different places. They're not like all from the same area. They're mm -hmm. all different people, mm -hmm. ages. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no. They're all older. They're all older? Mm -hmm. So they were all people that were all... That were alive then? Maybe. Well, that was only like 20 years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, so I not, was alive like, then. Yeah. You were not alive then. We're, we're 17 I mean, you, in this Jeff, game. were alive then, so you're probably getting a headache right now, too. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so people who lived through the crusade are getting headaches. Okay. Well, let's go to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the help, guys. Yeah, no problem. Later, Remember, Chloe. you owe us now. What? And then, oh, and then, you guys, and then the, the door table. shuts. Yeah. <laughs> what? Can't wait to use that 20% discount. <laughs> yeah. The group of you makes it to the edge of the spider stretch woods. Danvers obviously beat you there because you stopped off to help Claude dole out medication. Yeah. We helped a friend in need. Yeah. yeah. They do pretty good. Dell is uh, basically where you guys described to go, which is sort of just like at the edge of the woods. And sure enough, there is a glowing green wall of energy there. Um, that transmutation magic. Transmutation magic that Hemlock can see with the T-Ray glasses. <laughs> and she goes, uh, very well, Homec Club. Now is the time to descend into terror itself. Not Who's going to go first? Uh, oh, cool. Uh, I'll go. Any takers? I'll go. Let's, wait, can we all go? Can we hold hands and yeah, go in? Yes, that's jump. adorable. You all can hold hands and go in. I'm and probably like, just going to... What? <laughs> yeah, just go. Okay. All right. You no, just we do can that? hold hands. I mean, if you yeah, want to hold we'll hands. we'll stick together if we hold hands instead of going to like. Oh, that's true. Because you haven't gone in before. No. And when you go in, you're not a character. So maybe you guys will like stay with me because I'm playing Talgon. Or our arms will get ripped that's off. That's true. <laughs> or, yeah, or our <laughs> limbs will be ripped from our bodies. Yeah, let's let's and also we're gonna see genuine in there. You are gonna see genuine when you pass through the threshold. So we maybe are. it's good that we stick together. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you all hold you all lock up hands, lock lace fingers. <laughs> ready to go. Do you lock arms or lace yeah. fingers? I feel like lock lace, arms. Lock arms is Yeah. I got you know. Okay, stronger. yeah, you guys lock arms. That's a stronger chain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Danvers gives you a three count <laughs> to take a big step oh, in. Wait, wait, wait. On three or three and then go? Mm, let's do three and then go. Okay. I prefer that. That's always the better. So it's easier to understand. <laughs> and she gives you a three count and she goes, one, two, three. And then I jump. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, go. And then um, you all take a big step in. And just as the day before, your vision immediately fades out into that, um, that space. Uh, that white, tangible hallway space, and you guys feel like you're passing through a hallway, all three of you. You're all together. 
um, in the space. You can see each other. And you're kind of just like floating in midair as like this area passes around you. And then, yeah, sitting in front of the three of you is uh, Genuine once again, who's like, well, hi, guys. Oh, what are you God, doing I'm in still here? not used to What do you mean, what am I doing in here? This is the best place to be. <laughs> Why? Because this is where all the action's going to happen. All gonna, oh, yeah. Duh, this is like, you know, the dungeon. The dungeon. Well, yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any hot, epic loots in here? Well, there's quite a few Professor Plums, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. If you play your cards right and you turn personal loot off. High five, my man. He does high five you. Okay, yes, cool. with his, and it does. Actually, it's a pretty sharp feeling high five because he does have talons. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God, I forgot <laughs> what you look like. Uh, <laughs> And then he, uh, then genuine notices that um, you have a little thing of bird seed um, la- taped to your belt. Taped? Taped to your belt. Yep. <laughs> Scotch taped. Scotch taped to your belt. And he goes, uh, Bird seed? Why bird seed? Don't you wish you knew? And no, of course, I can't forget about my good buddy Hemlock. What's up, homie? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> you excited for the next part of this adventure? Ah. <sighs> You know, Talgon dies in this one, right? Yeah, well, we don't know exactly how. Maybe it's chill. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most derisive ha that Genuine has ever uttered. Damn. Oof. That's, Oof. Uh, That's not good. And after that derisive ha, the tunnel ends and your, your visions completely cloud into white. And when it fades back in, Hemlock, <laughs> you are... Inside of the carriage, exactly where you were before Sweet. at the end. I paused the game and now I'm back. Ren and Salt, you two are together. You are in the woods a few ways away. Mm-hmm. What are we? Actually, you guys are just <laughs> where dressed are like, we? you're just dressed like you. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, you have a clipboard. Oh. And Salt, <laughs> you're just like you're you're just you're just you hanging out. Um, and you're in your in your clothes and chilling like you're just you're just you. <laughs> Does my portable wardrobe work in here? Everything should work. Yeah, your portable wardrobe would work in here. Just checking. Okay, Hemlock, you see that like um, I mean Halifax. Right? Halifax, who is who is as you know, Caitlin. Halifax is uh, is is uh, still at the head of this coach, completely still. Um, in fact, this whole scene is completely still. You don't hear anything in the forest, and then um, you hear. You hear a voice in your head, and it's Fizzy's voice. And, and the voice says... <laughs> and scene. Well, no, that'll come later. <laughs> oh, shit. row And the voice says, okay, showtime. And then Halifax turns to you, like, very quickly, as if she was about to do it. And she's like, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>